You are listening to episode 14 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. So glad you're here. Today, I'm going to talk about something that I see in our society called toxic positivity. Why is it that we think that we need to be happy all the time? What I really want you to take away from this episode is that it is okay to be sad. It is okay to be frustrated. It is okay to be angry. In fact, it is okay to feel anything. We have a huge gamut of emotions ranging from really good feel-good emotions, happiness, joy, and then not so great emotions, humiliation, shame. And what often we hear in society is that some of these emotions are bad and some of them are good. And it's almost like we go around collecting little things to put in our basket as little awards to be happy. The reason that this is a problem is not because feeling happy and joyful isn't fantastic. It certainly is. But when we go through life thinking that this is how we're supposed to feel all the time, and we see evidence of that on our social media feed and in the bookstore where there is shelf after shelf about how to be happier, we just start to wonder if maybe there is something wrong with us. Maybe there's something wrong that I don't feel happy all the time. And then instead of just feeling sad and talking it over with a friend or family member, we start to feel unworthy and ashamed that we're feeling so bad. So it's not that it's not great, again, to have those moments of happiness and joy. I'm all about that. And with coaching, I help open that up and help you learn how to create these emotions. But I would never want anyone to walk away thinking that the work I do with coaching or that any coach does, for that matter, is so that we can be happy all the time, okay? It's to learn to accept the reality that life has a richness of all the emotions. And when we can learn to become aware of that and learn to allow that, that, in fact, is, I think, just the most wonderful way to have find contentness. Is that a word, contentness? I'm creating it today. It just allows us to be with what is instead of wishing that it would be different, right? Again, this is a term I just learned recently And I think that it's worth exploring a little bit. It's called toxic positivity. And I looked it up on Google, and the way they define is that that no matter how dire or difficult the situation, people should maintain a positive mindset. And the attitude doesn't just stress the importance of optimism, but it minimizes and denies any trace of human emotions that aren't happy or positive. So here's the deal. While I'm a coach and I'm very pro-mindset, what I really want people to understand is that, yes, our thoughts create our feelings and that there's going to be a whole range of them and that's okay. 
That's what it means to be human, is to have this whole range of emotions, and we don't need to resist and push away or have judgment of the fact that sometimes we feel very frustrated. Sometimes we feel very sad. In fact, again, this is what brings us together as a human community to be able to share this. And I feel that in the last few years, number one, we just think we need to be happy. And so then we put on a happy face and we read books and listen to songs that, you know, I have listened to in the past, right? I loved Bob Marley, Don't Worry, Be Happy, back when I was in college. I actually would listen to that before my tests because he says, don't worry about a thing. Everything is going to be all right. And at that moment, it helped me. But it wasn't that I was trying to put on a positive face that like, it wasn't difficult, right? I remember having conversations with my colleagues when I was in college, like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. This is so stressful. And it was normalized to go through that, right? I feel like when you're in college, we commiserate. When we're in medical school and residency, we commiserate, right? We don't just, you know, just complaining and whining. That like really doesn't serve us, but just to allow that whole range of human emotions, I think is so healthy. Then somehow we become adults, right? Like we're attendings in the real world, we're parents. And I think sometimes we think that we need to just put on a happy face. And um, I don't think that that's very healthy. I'm starting to realize more and more that when people just kind of fake it, right? That's not good because it's just creating extra suffering on top of the already not feeling great. So for instance, if you're feeling sad, but you're thinking to yourself, I shouldn't be feeling sad, I should be able to buck up and get out of this, that then creates extra suffering because we are not allowing and accepting the fact that this is the reality. I would have to say that in my years of coaching, the thing that has helped me the most is not just creating a more positive mindset, but the fact that I just allow all the feelings to be there. And I don't make it mean anything about me. You guys, it is so wonderful when you can just say, huh, this is the thought I'm having and it's creating this feeling and that's okay. I don't need to do anything about it. I can have compassion that this is what's coming up for me. I don't need to make it mean that I'm wrong or broken or no good that I'm having these quote unquote negative thoughts. Again, when I first started this work, I would talk about thoughts that were more negative or more positive, and now I just see all thoughts as neutral, and does it serve me to move forward? But again, we don't need to run away from these quote-unquote uncomfortable emotions. As many of you know, I have been through tragedy in the last five weeks uh, in losing my sister unexpectedly. And so, of course, the grief has been very great in my life. But I'll tell you that when I accept the fact that she's gone and I just allow for the grief because, you know, she's not here and I miss her terribly and my love for her was so great, of course, the grief is going to be great as well. Then I feel the grief. And it is a clean pain, I would call that, right? Like it's uncomfortable, but it's clean and it's just normal, right? It's just part of the normal human experience. It's when I try to resist and think that it should be different or maybe I shouldn't be feeling this way on this particular situation. That's when the suffering intensifies. So I am just really trying to be an example to allow the grief, right? And maybe grief 
isn't the best example for this because oftentimes we think that grief is okay. Like, of course, people are grieving. When you lose someone that you love, you grieve, and that's okay. But what about just in a day-to-day life if we were feeling frustrated with work? We think we need to just, like, you know, think happy thoughts and listen to some good music in order to feel a little bit better. But what if we just allowed the frustration to be there? And that was okay that we were feeling frustrated. What if it was okay that we were just feeling sad about the state of the world? There's been a lot of unrest in our society in the last year. It's been very hard. And what if it was okay to just say, huh, this has been a really hard year and I'm feeling sad. Recently, I've been coaching some physicians who've been in the hospital over the last year, keeping their head above water and doing a wonderful job taking care of patients who've had COVID. And now, when things have maybe slowed ever so slightly, they're reflecting back, and they're kind of amazed that they realize this was a hard year. And now they're finally giving themselves permission to feel that, to feel the horror, to feel the terror that maybe last year they tucked away. And again, who's to say what's the right way? We all do what we need to do to make it through day to day. But I'm seeing over time that when we live in a society where everything is so happy-go-lucky and just put a little smile on your face, that it can in fact backfire and make those of us that are suffering feel worse. So today I'll invite you not to go read a book about happiness, but just to realize that it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to reach out and talk to people about it. You know, just very commonly people say to one another, how are you feeling? How's everything going? And it's something that we don't really even say with a lot of thought, right? It's just something, hello, how are you? Um, It's just something that we often say in our society. And, you know, you don't need to lie and say like, everything's great. It might not be the time to sit down and say, hey, I've got a long story to tell you. Things are really hard. But Maybe we start asking other questions, or maybe with people who are near and dear to us, we can be a little bit more vulnerable and say, you know what, things have been really hard lately. And just to recognize that that is not a sign of weakness, it doesn't mean that you're a horrible person, that you're not feeling happy all the time, and in fact, just to embrace the fact that it means you're a human being and that you're feeling all the range of emotions. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you If you're feeling sad, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling angry, this is just part of the human experience on earth. And that's okay. Something that I found that I did find very interesting, if we are interested in our long-term kind of mental health and how we're doing overall, again, the goal is not like happy all the time, but just allowance of all the emotions. There was, in fact, a study by the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology that stated that people who accept their difficult emotions are better off in the long run than those who try to force their way into a better mood. So really, we can't fake it. It's just kind of lying to ourselves and lying to those around us. And it really doesn't get us further ahead. So what I'll invite you to do this week is to just investigate. Are there times that I feel that I need to fake a better mood in order to make others around me comfortable? And on the flip side, are there times that I try to cheer up a friend or a colleague who's having a tough day saying, hey, others have it worse. It's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. 
What if we could just learn to allow for ourselves and for others that feeling bad sometimes is okay and that we can show up with love and compassion and say, wow, that sounds really tough. I'm here for you. We can say that to others and we can learn to say it to ourselves. And I, the next step is that I would invite you, if you are feeling this way, down and sad and feeling that you need to cover it up and just you know go along and have a chip or smile on your face all the time, that you reach out to somebody that you trust and just say, hey, you know, I've been meaning to talk to someone about this. I've been struggling lately. This has been a really hard year. And see what they have to say, right? Um, it's important that we don't feel alone in this because feeling alone amplifies the helplessness, amplifies the shame for feeling this way. And I will just invite you again for the third time to consider that the whole range of emotions is a-okay and it's part of being human. I'm here for you. Your colleagues are here for you. And it's time we start to normalize that it's okay to not be okay all the time. Until next week, peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.